this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids, and I'm here with Rebecca Messer, and this is the Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids podcast, where each week we talk about different ways that we can disciple our kids, that we can godly parent, do godly parenting, and today... Even with mom brain. Yeah, even with mom brain. Today, we're going to be talking about joy in motherhood joy in motherhood, being grateful for our children and finding joy in all of the little moments throughout the day. So first, I'm going to read a quote by John Piper and what he says Christian joy is. He says, Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. So I really like that definition of joy because I feel like we can see the beauty of Christ in the world through our children. <laughs> you know, well, they how just have this joyful innocence about everything. The one of the most fun things is whenever they see something for the first time and how excited they get over it. Um, and just looking at their faces and as they're growing and learning and doing all of these things that can bring us a lot of joy. The happy things of childhood and being a mom can bring us a lot of joy, but we have to be joyful in the easy times with our kids where they're being perfectly behaved and having awe and wonder at everything around them. And also in the more difficult times as well, right? Cause we have to always be joyful and we want to spread joy. Um, which is very different than happiness. Yeah, it is. Um, because let's be honest when our kids are disobeying or they're not getting along well with their sibling, mm -hmm. I don't feel particularly happy. Yeah. As you're looking at sin, you're not right. no. you're like, this is not, but joy is more of that state of our soul. Mm -hmm. And it's that decision that we've made. Um, because joy also as a fruit of the spirit. Yes. And um, if we are truly abiding in Christ, then the joy of the Lord is our strength and it's coming from him. It's not coming from us. And I think it's just important as we continue to talk about, you know, joy and motherhood to differentiate between happiness and joy, because there's a distinct difference. There is. And I just loved every single thing that you just said. <laughs> that is because so happiness, true. happiness is so based on circumstantial things mm -hmm. and it can be, it's, I always, when I would um, talk with ladies and other things about happiness as an emotion, the, the visual that always comes to mind is happiness is like a butterfly. It's fleeting. It flits, it floats, it kind of pops all over the place but it's not a constant state. Yeah. Whereas that joy, if you have an abiding joy. Mm -hmm. It's know, joy that we can find in Christ where we actually, no matter what the circumstances are in our lives, that we can still find joy in him. Yeah. It's being able to, in the midst of really hard circumstances, lean into him, realize that he is there for us that he's our strength and what he's done for us. 
I was teaching my fifth graders this morning about how he's Jehovah Jireh, the provider. And we were talking about how he foresees our needs and how he cares for us. And just the almighty God that we have as our God, whenever we have him to lean back into, we realize that he's our Lord and our savior, the sacrifice that he made by sending Jesus who died on the cross for our sins, just the salvation story alone should bring us a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. And so since we, that is something that can never be taken away from us, no matter what our circumstances are. Whenever I've read about different martyrs in the books that my children read for school and I, I read them with them, um, the stories of persecution where they've been able to, to maintain their joy, it's always been because their focus is on Jesus and they know that he's there with them. And I love that you say that because I've always very closely associated joy and hope as being connected because we can have joy because of the hope that we have. Mm-hmm. We can. And, and it that is, joy so is true. very rooted into hope. And um, one of the verses that I've always loved is um, in Psalm 16, where it talks about, I've set the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad. And my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. And I've just, I've always so closely associated those two together because for me, when I feel my joy trickling, I usually have started focusing on physical circumstances and I feel that despair and depression clawing at my soul and whenever I start refocusing on the cross mm-hmm. and the hope that we have in Christ, I, I find my joy meter <laughs> going up. To rise. Yes, yeah. exactly. Whenever we went through a difficult time in the past few months, whenever we just chose to have basically a joy holiday and really thankful, we did the thing swimming, pumpkin and all that. We talked about that, but just resetting your mind on things and being thankful for Jesus. It really does make you joyful. So I'm not going to try and say the word, but C-H-A-R-A, Kara, Chara, I guess I did try and say it, is Cara, a Greek word for joy, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> in Galatians. And I really, I looked at this word and where it was used, and I thought it was really pretty amazing. So it was used when Jesus was born. There was a mm-hmm. lot of joy then. It was used as something that Jesus gives us, which is what we were just talking about. We can always have joy because of Christ. It's used about the gospel spreading. And that's what should bring us joy, you know, um, serving others, telling others about Jesus. I mean, I think that's the best way to get out of a bunk and out of a anything is to tell other people about Jesus and serve because that's going to, you know, spread the gospel that that does bring joy. And another one is having joy and suffering. My mom had me memorize um, James one whenever I was a kid and that verse, and I think it's two through four, count it all joy, my brothers. When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And how many times whenever we are going through hard times, we say, sign me up. (laughs) Let me go through that trial. Let me go through that persecution. Please, please, please. (laughs) 
That volunteer line is not very long, Renee. <laughs> it's not very long, no. And yet, what are we supposed to do? And I don't think it should be. We don't, you know, we don't need to be sitting there looking for ways to suffer. But we the are going to suffer. This world will bring enough. <laughs> we, we got enough of that already. <laughs> and we will suffer. And when we do, we need to count it as joy and not waste it. Don't waste your suffering in a way that you're not building your character, your steadfastness, and your joy. As you My mom would always start our days with, um, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And she would sing the little song. This My mom did the same thing. The day. And that's how she would wake us up many mornings. And I am not a really, I'm not a morning person. And I'm like, she's a little too cheerful. Um, <laughs> but I just, that, that little chorus about this is the day and we will rejoice and be glad. Like it has stuck with me. Yes. Um, or the, you know, the little Sunday school song, I've got the joy, 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 yep. joy down in my heart. And and that I verse, think, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise. I will enter his courts. It's all, yeah, just like that thanksgiving, the praise, the joy, the hope that we have in him. Yeah. And so sometimes singing can help can. focus back on the joy aspect of it. Because, you know, we are going to hit those times where we're having to discipline our children. We are. Where we're having to confront some sin that has been revealed. When they're sick, um, when you're going through trials, when you're sick. We have all had sickness in my household and on top of everything else that we've been dealing with. And it's just like, okay. Too strong. <laughs> you just, I mean, and sometimes you have to deal with um, sin that you confront in your own. Yeah. You know, are, are we joyful that we get to go through the confession and repentance process? Like yeah. we don't, I, I, sometimes I literally think when I'm confessing my own sin, I'm like, Lord, thank you that I do not have to sacrifice an animal right now <laughs> because I am That's such so a wimp <laughs> when it comes to blood and like, mess, like, I just, I can't, I cannot, I cannot. And so I, sometimes I literally am just like, Lord, Thank you that right now I can come to you and I do not have to sacrifice an animal. And that may sound so petty or, you know, trivial. But it was a very messy, smelly, mm-hmm. yucky, gross, dark, ugly process yeah. that for many years people had to deal with when they and it, and it came to sin and confession and repentance. And I'm thankful I don't have to do that anymore. Me too. So joy would be like true joy, not where you are faking it, not where it's um, fleeting, like you said, with happiness. Nothing wrong with happiness. I love fleeting moments of happiness. There's lots of fleeting moments of happiness throughout the day, especially whenever you have kids. And I think that those are fun things to look at too, that can bring you joy, honestly. like It all fuels joy. We were talking about the other day, whenever they say their words incorrectly, you know, and they outgrow that so quickly. I mean, that's so fun to see. Um, Whenever your teenager starts being able to have heart to heart conversations with you for the first time as their brains are developing and they're putting things together. I mean, that brings a lot of joy. Those one-on-one intense conversations that we're able to have that matter about things that really Mm -hmm. matter. Um, Watching your child learn a new skill, watching them build and create something. Daniel has been wanting to make an island craft for a fall island craft with fall colors for days. And so we we finally sat down, he'd drawn out his pictures of what he wanted to do. And 
made the fall leaves on the island with the orange house because you know orange is a fall color. Anyway, just you know, little things like that. There's so much joy in having children. And I think sometimes we can instead concentrate on the lack of sleep, on the sins, on the annoyances, on the the ways that we And I just get some time by myself. Exactly. Yes, the way that it interrupts us and what we want to do rather than focusing on being so grateful that God chose you to be these, this child, these children's, these children, mother. Yeah. And just and spending like that James, time instead. James has been so excited because he's figuring out how to draw things specifically that are starting to look like the things that he intended everybody to be able. <laughs> so tonight he drew a potato and I could recognize it was a potato. And he goes, mommy, it's a walking potato. Isn't that so cool? And I'm like, I don't really think a walking potato is like, that's a little bit terrifying to think about a walking potato, but it's just, he's so excited about it. And I'm so excited to see him doing it. And it's, I think the happy moments help fuel our joy. Well, and what you said there, it made me think of something. Whenever you're talking about how excited he was over that, Remember whenever you first learned about the gospel and accepted Jesus and that excitement that you had about the gospel, do you still have that? I mean, that's what's talking about with joy. Do we still have that same joy of being able to serve God, being able to tell others about him, being able to disciple our kids and share with them? I mean, that should bring us so much true joy, true joy and true contentment from being able to tell others about him. Yeah. Not get bored with that, yeah. And to look for it in the little things. The little things, the big things. Um, You know, this. my little guy is particular about some of his clothing choices sometimes. And um, he came to me tonight and he goes, Mommy, he goes, you picked out the best pants. You picked out the right pants pants for me this morning and I am just so proud of you and I just got so tickled but he was so excited that he wore the right pants to church this morning and I think kids are good at providing an example for us Mm -hmm. on how to find joy joy exactly I'm going to read Proverbs 17 22 as a, actually, and this is a song that Katie used to sing all the time, um, but I won't sing it. I'm just going to read it. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So literally having that, think about how you feel whenever you've been in a season of stress, I don't lack of joy, hard, depression. <laughs> I mean, we've, we both have been through some stuff the past couple months and those seasons can be hard to always stay in a joyful state. I mean, we are not perfect. Um, obviously (laughs) believe it or not, we're not. (laughs) No. And we've walked through some very hard things with each other in the past six weeks. Yeah. Like some really hard, dark things. Mm -hmm. And yet being able to still have joy and choose joy it is good for us. And I will say that whenever 
I went through two or three days where I was not feeling much joy. I was having a lot of trouble being thankful. And it was, it was almost like I was feeling like I just was weak feeling. I mean, I was just exhausted. I was physically crushed. Yes. You feel crushed. And then for me to wake up and I was praying and I was like, okay, God, I, we, I'm, you know, as a mom, we do, we set the tone a lot for our family. We set the tone for our kids. Our kids can tell when we're down. And I was like, what should, what do I need to do God? And that's whenever we were like, well, we're going to have the joy holiday type thing and just give thanks. And that really did help to reset the house. Um, And I think it's part of the thing that sets us apart as Christians is the joy of the Lord. Yes. Because there have been several people as I've walked out some of the stuff that I have, that it is almost unsettling to them how calm or at peace Mm -hmm. I've been. And I told my husband today, I said, you know, there's almost these two sides of you that are like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm at peace. I'm good. And then there's the other side of you that's like, this is not okay. (laughs) And you just feel, you know, that, that brokenness that you're wrestling with in this world. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's called healing, like a physical wound. And as Christians, as, as women that are pursuing the Lord and the moms and grandmas and people that are dads, granddads, everybody that's listening to this, take heart that the joy of the Lord isn't dependent on your circumstances. It's not. And it's not something that you can manufacture. And um, both of the signs that you have behind you about trusting the Lord with all your heart mm-hmm. and walking by faith and not by sight those are things that help us to have joy and to be in a state of joy. They do because we can have faith in him. We can trust in him. Yes. And that's when from a testimony perspective to the world, to other believers, you're demonstrating. I mean, think of how encouraged we are when we read about Paul. Yes. Everything he went through. And he said, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Yes. Right. Like, most of us would not be writing that. I mean, people, we can just think about how bent out of shape we can get about the dumbest things. Nothing compared to what Paul went through, but yet I really believe he had joy. Yeah. Well, he was and, praying constantly. And so he's able to find that in his father. And so this week I would just encourage all of our listeners. If you're struggling with having joy, um, Stop trying to manufacture it or produce it yourself because you're not going to be able to. You're right. Um, The way that this is going to be able to happen is you're going to need to spend time with the Lord. Yes. And ask him for his strength. Ask him for his joy to fill you and to infuse every portion of your day. And his mercies are new every morning. So if you don't feel like you succeeded one morning, tomorrow is a new day. That's right. And um, I love this morning at church, we sang His Mercy is More, um, a Keith and Kristen Getty song. And His Mercy is More. And it's it's stronger it than any darkness we face. And um, He can help you to have joy. And- so I have a verse that goes along with your challenge. Psalm 32, 11. Be glad in the Lord mm-hmm. and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy. <laughs> all you upright in heart. So I was reading in my, I had a long quiet time this afternoon 
And I was reading about Hezekiah and how they had rebuilt the temple and they were just so joyful and rejoicing and praising and being thankful. And that's, we can always be joyful and thankful when we're concentrating on the Lord, when we have our hope in him, that Romans 12, 12, rejoice and hope, right? With your, with your example, you're finding renewed joy from your quiet times with the Lord. Yes, that's exactly that that prayer time, that reading in your Bible time. Whether it's, you know, sometimes you do just need to pick up your Bible, flip to Psalms and start reading. Psalm 103 was mentioned at church this morning. If you're struggling with joy, go read Psalm 103. It yes. And if I, if I am so, the, the times when I've been in the worst, most difficult circumstances, opening up the Bible to Psalms and using the Psalms mm-hmm. to pray through whenever you don't know what to pray is so comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Spend that time in prayer, spend that time rejoicing in our Lord and Savior. And if you haven't already, I do want to remind you, we've got Training Them Wisely. It's available on Amazon. Also on my website, we've got our new Love to Pray Bible study and the Ephesians Bible studies for adults, teens, kids, and preschoolers. You can check them out on Amazon. You can check them out on my website. And if you haven't already, subscribe and hit like for this video. Have a wonderful rest of your week that's full of joy.